Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello listeners, in this content pod we're going to talk to Andy AJ3, AJ Psfifa and the foot coach Steve Stokes about foot future stars, objectives being in different game modes, those future stars academy objectives, body type, basic chem and more. But then I'm going to talk to Nate the foot accountant about the market impacts of foot future stars, fodder, winter refresh, icon swaps too and plenty more as well. I'm your host Ben and you'll hear all that and more on this week's foot weekly podcast brought to you by our supporters. Hello and welcome to week 20. This is the content pod and uh, we're delighted to have a returning guest, but I'll introduce our regulars first. We have Japes. Hello, Air Japes FIFA. Hello, Ben from the Foot Weekly Podcast. <laughs> All very formal this week. Um, <laughs> uh, how are we? I am good. I'm good. Good to hear. And Steve as well, aka The Foot Coach. How are you? Yes, very well. Correct and present. Waiting to get stuck into it. Good. And welcome back to the pod. After a lengthy absence, we're live on Andy's stream as well, which might explain why I'm slightly nervous about what Steve may say during this pod. Um, (laughs) Andy, (laughs) welcome. How you doing, mate? (laughs) Good, thanks. Uh, What about you? How are you? Good, good. Chilling. Yeah, nice. EA servers have been down today, so I'm playing some TFT whilst we record this time instead. Mm, I saw a few people saying Extend Weekend League, which is strange because it is a Monday, but I guess people uh, will do anything to get an extended weekend league. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about what we are here to talk about, which to start with is going to be Foot Future Stars. We're coming towards the end of it, and uh, by all accounts, this has been pretty fun, I think. Most people seem to have enjoyed it. Andy, what are your thoughts on Foot Future Stars? I'm not sure we've discussed it before with you. It's one of my favourite promos of the year, you know. Hmm. I really like it. Like the different players that you get to use that aren't usually actually good. Most of them that I've used so far this year still aren't 
particularly good, but we move and we like using <laughs> random left mids whose names I can't pronounce, but they play for Red Bull Leipzig. That guy's quite good. Some of them have been a little bit disappointing and some of their prices have been a little bit mental, like mm. Camavinga. But overall, I really, really like Future Stars, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying you used, who who was it that you'd used? Who's a Future Star? Shobashlai. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. that guy. And Japes, you've actually used him as well. Yeah, I got him from an 81 plus pack and I Mm. actually thought he was very average. (laughs) But but, like, I'll I'll agree with Andy, like this promo is great and introduces a host of new usable cards to Ultimate Team. It's a lot of fun and, you know, it's always, I guess, fun to think about who the next big young star is going to be on the global stage, irrespective of FIFA. But I think the biggest improvement this year was that all of these guys don't have like 72 composure and their composure is actually mm. good in many cases so they're even more usable than before yeah yeah i think that is really good exactly and uh andy what about have you done any of the objectives or um you any of those players at all uh, i guess there are any well one of them came out quite recently the cucarella yeah the cucarella didn't just come out any. i haven't looked i've played against the 78 rated version of renier or rainer or however you pronounce his name but I haven't mm. started doing them myself yet. No, I've been, I mean, I couldn't even go on FIFA today, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that I've been avoiding FIFA, but it really didn't want me to play it today. I thought my PlayStation was broke, but turns out it was just EA. No, I haven't got any of them yet, to be honest with you. No, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, I haven't actually either. I think interesting one in terms of objectives is the fact that the Cucurella is actually not in friendlies. It's in squad battles slash rivals. Which, I don't know, maybe that's good in some ways because if people are playing rivals, they can complete some of them. And also in squad battles, I suppose you can kind of chill and it's not online, so there's less stress. But I suppose it's going to take people longer to complete than some of the others. I don't know whether anyone has any strong feelings either way, Steve, on whether you're happy or not happy that it's in squad battles slash rivals rather than friendlies. I'm going to answer your question by answering an entirely different question and it's that I'm really pleased that in the Cucurella objectives there's actually a defensive objective where you've got to I think it's something like play three games with him in your starting lineup and concede one goal or less so Mm. that makes me a little bit more optimistic about us getting some defensive objectives cards because they've been sadly lacking this year I guess if it's in squad battles that makes sense but uh, surely it'd be annoying if people were trying to grind out clean sheets in in online modes well maybe not clean sheets I mean defending is just as much a part of the game as attacking Ben you know it's as much of a skill I need to remember that to be fair To, to answer your question though about the squad battles specifically I think that maybe one of the mistakes we make on this podcast is to underestimate just how many people do play squad battles and mm. for the for the ultra ultra casual player and that sort of minority of players that that won't actually play online I think it's a really good idea really inclusive and I'm all for it. I hate squad battles I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. When you weren't streaming, you used to come on the pod, do your squad battles games, happy days. Because that was the only time I could bear to play squad battles because I had to sit here and not really do anything particularly engaging to be able to like use my brain <laughs> and think about stuff, you know, because I was doing the pod. Yeah, yeah. So like, any other time I'd be like, what am I doing? Like, why am I sat here playing squad battles? Like, have I lost my mind? Are you saying that the pod isn't engaging enough for you, Andy? Well, he actually was talking about squad battles, but it did sound a lot like he was mm. saying the pod no, wasn't so like engaging. You've got to be engaged with the podcast to think about <laughs> yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. So you can't yeah, really right. do anything too much else, but you can score six goals against beginner and then put your controller down, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Nicely rolled back. That's what I used to do, but I hate squad battles. Yeah, well, interestingly, 
it is well worth, if you're not a fan of squad battles, waiting to complete the Cucurella because it will probably still be out when we get Icon Swaps 2, which will likely have squad battles objectives that you can double up with. I'm going to wait myself. I think it makes a lot of sense to do that. You can sub him on into your squad most probably and complete both at the same time. Uh, we'll discuss more actually on Icon Swaps in the second part. But for now, uh, let me ask you, Japes, any thoughts on the objectives? So I did I did the first Reiner objective where you have to score, uh, what is it, the goals with forwards, and then I put Reiner how, into my... How are you pronouncing that, Jake? <laughs> okay. oh, here we go. <laughs> is it Reiner? I don't know. Whatever. I, I would have thought as our resident Bundesliga expert, you'd, you'd have this nailed. <laughs> Dude doesn't even get minutes. Doesn't so, play. <laughs> um, the point that I want to make, though, is that I want to... like we. I, I feel like I make this point every year around this time it's like if i want to do the objective in champs like just let me do the freaking objective in champs for me it's like lowest common denominator like cucarella lowest common denominator squad battles so you should be able to do those objectives in any mode that is deemed harder than squad battles for Rainier, the it's I believe the managerial masterpiece where you have like the 77 rated. So it should be any like it's a friendly mode. So if you want to do it in rivals or in champs, like allow me to do it in rivals or champs because I, I would have played with him the entire weekend in champs. Mm. Like I don't care if I win or lose. And it would have allowed me to complete an objective while completing my champs games. And I, I just wish that was an option more often than not. And mm. frankly, forcing me into a game mode like squad battles at this point feels really really bad so go on then steve what's the pronunciation of ranieri i don't know what his name is claudio ranieri before we offend the ears of our portuguese speaking listeners any further we should better clear that up i think (laughs) or one of them yeah the the correct pronunciation i understand is actually heinier or to give him his full name heinier hejuish (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's it's, true actually because like with the ufc like amanda hibas is spelled r-i-b-a-s right there we go yeah apparently it's pronounced with a h so it's it's Hainier. there we go wow. okay well, like you know, when your stomach pops out a bit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we've missed you andy torres had one of those i think didn't he at some point anyway oh actually steve haven't you done him so you can maybe give a bit of a review have you even done the 87 perhaps yeah i've got the 87 i've used it a lot and my word for a free card it's exceptional Mm. i'm often an advocate of people doing these cards but quite honestly you're a fool if you don't get this card i've i've got um i've had prime kaka for some time and apart from the five star skills i i can't tell often in games when i've got kaka on the ball and when i've got henier on the ball they they are just so similar it's an amazing card and if you've got nothing to do during the week You've got to get him. His left stick dribbling is ridiculous. And he's, I think he's six foot one. He's got something like mm. 85 strength. And people who are regular listeners will have heard me wax lyrical about Balassi and his, his weird skill moves and what have you. Reinier, Heinier, <laughs> whoever he has exactly the same thing going on. And he has incredibly high agility. It's, it's up in the 80s. That combined with his strength. It's 93, and, actually. Yeah. Wow, 93. Yeah. But that combined with the strength and everything, the amount of times where I've scored goals with him, where I've been left stick dribbling, and he's got the agility to actually hurdle a tackle, which most big guys don't. Mm. And then he'll just power off a defender. He'll he'll, he'll shrug off even the, 
the most heinous defenders, the, the Varans and what have you. He'll, he'll just shrug his way past them with ease. It's a great card, and, and please don't ruin it by putting Hunter on it. You, you don't need a Hunter chem style on this card. His acceleration is fine, and if you do end up in a one-on-one where you've got to break free from a defender instead of relying on pace, you can use his strength and shrug them off. Don't have to worry about that. Put a finisher on this card, get him in your club, and you've got a gem for for, for what is actually, I was, I was going to say for nothing, it's a massive grind. I mean, it's it's hard work getting this card, but I, I 100% guarantee you it's worth it. It's, it's a fantastic card. I'm looking at him right now as, <laughs> like, I definitely think he can do the job for you at striker, but when I looked at his stats, to me, he just seemed like an attacking midfielder. Yeah, his passing's phenomenal as well. Yeah. Yeah, his baseline, and, you know, he has base 62 standing tackle, which, you know, his interception quite poor but 62 standing tackles all right but i think the the point being is really versatile great links to bundesliga and brazil useful for hybrids uh, like to me he's a no-brainer as is la cucaracha i've seen a lot of hate for him actually on twitter people complaining about you know is this is this all we get you know that sort of brigade it's only 87 rated but if you actually go on a foothead and do a stats comparison with prime socrates Reinier Heinier has more in-game stats than Prime Socrates, which is a card that's currently selling for, what, over a million coins? So, uh, you know, let's do away with this. It's a bad card kind of thing. I see. That's a good take. And also, you know, the other thing we should mention is, actually, if you look at somewhere like Twitter, where people are talking about players, that Cucurello card has actually been quite well received because people are playing three at the back, five at the back. And he looks like a really good wide midfielder um he's got good defensive stats his top item has four star four star perhaps some of the lower ones as well so with that well-rounded ability he has you know he could play left back maybe or um as a wide midfielder so he looks really good a hunter maxes out his pace as well ben and with him being so short mm. and he weighs next to nothing as well he's going to feel really fast in game quite looking yeah, forward yeah. to that one steve i know you like mm. making comparisons to you know like icon cards as well why I do I feel I'm being set up here? <laughs> no, but uh, like <laughs> worth mentioning, Cucurella has like quite, a, I, I think, like 50-ish more in-game stats than, or total in-game stats than Prime Xavi, which is kind really? of crazy. Mm. Yeah, so I've, I've been looking at that card as a, as a box-to-box CM, and I think he looks exceptional in that. Um, mm. range and certainly with chemistry styles you can max out his passing stats and you know a lot of his other important stats but worth noting that again that card is absolutely juiced spicy mm. yeah i wanted to just quickly mention tap sober because everyone will know that i can't resist talking about a center back who has above 84 85 pace and it's a shame he's what 600 700k because that puts him in the same price bracket as the informed varan who i think is probably better and also has better linkability right he's he's really easy to link and taps over is not but he does look really good you know he's really high pace put shadow on him he's he's gonna head towards being maxed out and his defensive stats obviously amazing the only thing is he's not that amazing on the ball actually he's got good reactions and composure which is nice but you know it's mid 70s on the dribbling and agility which uh, isn't brilliant his passing is really good though so that's one thing that somewhat compensates and he is 6-4 so I think he is going to be a really really good player someone that I think maybe doesn't quite justify the price but 
if he gets cheaper, I think he's someone that people should look at because that pace is just such a huge factor. I know some people have been using James as a centre-back and I think we mentioned that last week. His price has risen a lot over the time he's been out and that's because even on seven chem, he's a better centre-back than informed Carl Walker, I think, um, who is a centre-back. Um, and if you imagine him on full chem versus James on seven, James is actually probably better. So it's an interesting uh, team, uh, both these teams, and I think there are plenty of good players in there. Uh, let's move on to something else, but if people have anything in the meantime to bring up on the Foot Future Stars squad too, or perhaps actually... I mean, just throw it out there maybe at the end here because I forgot to mention him, but um, we had the Tadebo um, come out, the SBC. Jake, does that tempt you at all? He looks good on the ball and he has four-star skills for some reason. Yeah, I think I think that card actually looks really solid. In fact, I think that card looks better than Tap Soba for for what it's worth. He's not as quick though, by quite I a mean, way, he's, so. he's barely he's barely not as quick, but better agility. Well, five pace is quite a lot. I don't know. I think I think the card's really good. I think he's priced extremely well. He doesn't really fit mm. my squad, and so I'd be doing him for the sake of him probably just sitting on the bench, which for a center back is absolutely not worth it. But if you need a French CB to pair with Varane and you're sick of using Joe Gomez or Kyle Walker and you know, you're a, a meta fan, shall we say? I think you were gonna looks there, really I think he looks really, really good. <laughs> Um, and of course, we should ask Andy about Curtis Jones. Um, what do you think? <laughs> that left me card is terrible. <laughs> the sentiment one seems really good though. It's interesting though, because I think people are sleeping on the left mid a little bit. Like he's he's got a lot more pace. I was looking at the left mid as a CM. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Mm. If you can change his position, he looks really good. But as an out and out left mid or wide player, I don't think he's going to be that exciting. I think a problem with a lot of them is body type. Like look at the in-game stats of that flashback Cristiano Ronaldo and they aren't overwhelmingly good mm. but you use him and he's out oh. of this world because he's got Cristiano Ronaldo's yeah, body <laughs> whereas you look at a future stars like that Isaac guy for example yeah. has got ridiculous stats but he just doesn't really do anything he just feels really clunky and I think it's because he's got a default body type Mm. So he like doesn't he dribbles in the most basic possible way, he runs in the most basic possible way, he does the skill moves in the most basic. I don't know, he just doesn't feel particularly good. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I thought that Cristiano Ronaldo is absolutely insane. Yeah, and actually that's reminded me to give a shout out to that Diego Dallo right back. I think he's kind of snuck under the radar a little bit because the left back version is so cheap. He's about thirty k because he's right footed with three star weak foot on the left. And without the link to Cristiano Ronaldo, he was never going to be that popular. But the right back version, you look at the stats. I mean, he's pretty much a perfect fullback and he's six foot. He has that link to Ronaldo, as I was saying. I think he's someone who it seems almost too cheap, but under 50K for what he's offering. When you look at the other Serie A right back pricing. And I think we'll talk more about pricing with the foot accountant Nate a bit later on, market expert. But the other one is David, I think is is really cheap. He's not the highest rated, but if you look at his stats on his card, he might look a bit underwhelming, but in game, his stats are actually pretty good. He's lacking in areas which maybe aren't too important. Um, Certainly on passing, his passing is actually very strong, 86 short passing, whereas on the card, it's only 78. So he's someone to look into if you can deal with the three-star skills. Um, Someone did really well against me with him 
in weekend league. He could actually be a candidate for basic as well, which feeds nicely into something we've been asked. CMT says, I know chem styles are discussed plenty, but I wanted to specifically ask about basic chem. I think it can be underrated at times. This Tenali moments card, for example, is there any reason not to just use a basic chem? If so, what other cards come to mind? I think that's a good point. I mean, I've used basic, I've said before on people like Robin, on Benarfa, and I think it, it gives such a nice well-rounded boost to certain uh, stat distributions. You just got to be aware that there's 15 stat points that are going into defending. So on attackers, it might not be as useful, but it does give more boosts than the other chem styles in terms of total stat boosts. Japes, I know you think a lot about these things. What are your thoughts on basic chem? Yeah, I mean, I've been scouting that left mid Cucurella card, and I actually think he is he looks great with basic. Mm. And I think I think that look, I think basic is underappreciated in the sense of like people get a card and they immediately slap a chem style on them, like play a game or two mm. with basic, see what you feel like needs boosting on the card and then change it. If you're like, wow, this card is great as is, leave him with basic. Yeah, yeah. Steve, any thoughts on basic for Tonali or just otherwise? To me, Tonali is a is a cam masquerading as a CDM. I wouldn't play him at CDM for one moment. He's uh He's more of an attacking player, really, for me. And his, his finesse shots are pretty filthy. Even with his work rates and his three-star skills, are you still playing further forward? Yeah, as long as, I mean, he's just basically going to sit there. He's not really going to get involved in the penalty area much. But if you want somebody to just sit on the edge of the box and, and spam finesses, he's your man. Yeah, for sure. Now, Andy, what's your answer to that original question about basic cam? My answer to that question, right, to be incredibly... Arsy, confrontational, whatever you want to say. People ask me this in my stream all the time, and I try to be nice to people. What I'm, I, I don't usually say it, but I'll say it on the podcast because these aren't my viewers. These are. <laughs> Thanks. What I'm always thinking is, mate, just use your own brain. Like yes. people come in my stream and go, Andy, what chemistry style should they put yes. on this player? I don't bloody know, mate. Go on foot bin, <laughs> click through them all, and see which one looks the best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Amen. Like, come on, use your own brain. I don't know. Like, oh, Andy, what should I do with my team? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you've got Varane and Mendy like everyone else. What do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> Sorry, there, there's my little rant. Get that off my chest. Yeah. When people ask me about chem styles, mate, just go on Foothead. There's literally a button there and you can click them and be like, oh, basic, that gives them these stats. Oh, sniper, that gives them these stats. That's worse than basic. Okay, basic, still winning. Oh, finisher, that gives them these stats. Okay, basic, still winning. Takes literally 30 seconds to click through them all and see which one looks the best and then just use that one. Like you don't need to yeah, ask me. Yeah, what really frustrates me is that a certain website has the recommended chem stars, I suppose, and has them uh, graphed as sort of the most popular, etc., which is just really not very helpful because it completely depends what position you're playing them and how you're using them, what chemistry style you're going to give them. And that's exactly what you're saying. You know, one person's ideal chem style can be completely opposite to someone else's, especially with a midfielder where you might be playing them a few different positions. Although I do think that pace in midfield is so important, especially if for me, you know, I'd probably be playing Tonali more defensively, um, you know, using his passing deep, I suppose. Yeah, slap and a then, shadow on him. Tell Steve to shut up. Play him CD. Well, exactly. But sick. Steve and I are going to go for different options because it just depends where you're going to play him and how you're going to use him. And I think that is like really important to remember. Um, but, telling me you know, shut up just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, never worth it. But I think the question that was being asked there by Leafs, he's not necessarily saying, you know, what's the right or wrong chem style? He's kind of saying, yeah, so I was being incredibly more. confrontational to him when he's actually right. I think like, he was, if, yeah. If being, using basic is best, then of course you exactly. use basic, mate. Yeah. yeah, like it's actually good. Don't listen to other people, just yeah, think yeah. about yourself. And if that looks the best for you, use that. Yeah, though, do remember to put only shadows on those centre backs, though, because I will come for you if you don't. 
Right, we're going to move into our chat with Nate, the foot accountant. I spoke to him about what's to come over the next week in a slightly uncertain time for the foot market. Got investing advice, when to buy teams, all that kind of good stuff coming up. We did run out of time to have an on-air discussion about the things that Steve was talking about on Twitter around content creation and the various impacts that it has on the meta and things like that, which is all interesting stuff. I'd encourage people to stay tuned to that and we will, I'm sure, cover it in the future when there's less to discuss on the content itself but for now though we should wrap up here and move into that market discussion so thank you to andy for coming on it's been great to have you uh too rare an occurrence these days i'm always here streaming ben just come and get in my stream and we'll chitty chat we'll do we'll do and anything to plug at the end here come watch me on my facebook stream <laughs> smooth didn't even plug the address what is it fb.gg slash aj3 i believe and it's been great to have you as i said uh catch you later cheers mate Thanks, Andy. And then we have Japes, apart from, of course, on that Supporter Gameplay pod. Where can people catch you? Uh, regular streams are usually nine-ish is a safe bet, my time, which I believe is 3 p.m. UK. Of course, you can find me talking a lot about FIFA on Twitter as well, and that's twitter.com slash airjapes. Thanks for coming on, Japes, and Steve as well. Great to have you. Catch you on the Gameplay pod too. But for now, where can people find you? They can find me on Twitter at The Foot Coach and they can check out my Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash The Foot Academy. Nice, let's take a break and then we'll be back with that chat with Nate, The Foot Accountant, about the current content market, etc. Right now, though, it's an opportunity to tell you about free craft beer. Yes, Beer 52 have returned with more fantastic cases of beer for any UK-based over-18 listener who might want one. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club with over 175,000 active members. They receive a crate of eight craft beers, Ferment Magazine and a snack, and you can too, just for the cost of postage, which is $5.95. There's no obligation and you can cancel at any time. Now, Beer52 always say that I should let you know that you can pick just the light beers if you like, but I've got to say, I was never a big dark beer fan. I mean, I wasn't you know, going out of my way to avoid it, but I probably would have picked the light box of beers as well but i have to say over the years i've become a bit of a fan i've, I've gone across to the dark side so you know potentially even if you would have gone light beer maybe try out the dark beers too let me know what you think if you'd like to get hold of that light or dark you can head over to beer52.com forward slash foot so that's beer52.com forward slash f-u-t talking of which Let's get back into the pod. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to part two of the content pod. I have with me a market and foot content expert in the form of Nate, the foot accountant, who people will probably have heard before on the pod. Uh, great to have you on. I think we can spend a bit more time talking about content than uh, we have been uh, in the past when you've come on. So yeah, welcome to the pod. Great to have you. Hey, it's great to be here. There's definitely a lot of content to talk about with all the stuff that's going to be coming in the next couple of days. Absolutely. And uh, you recently became a full-time foot content creator. 
How's that panning out for you so far? Are you enjoying it? I did, yeah, and it's it's awesome. I've I've heard this kind of phrase thrown around before, but uh, turn your passion into your profession, and that is exactly mm. what is the case for me. And uh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Great. Well, fantastic to hear. And let's talk about Foot Future Stars, which we haven't talked about too much in a market context. So this will be interesting. I think it's fair to say there's been a lot of hype. You can tell that by the fact that the team of the year prices have dropped a little bit as a result. And uh, certainly there are some cards I have my eye on like that Tap Sober, um, who are, you know, quite expensive, I suppose, maybe dropping over time. What are your thoughts on where these players could end up? I think that a lot of these future stars, especially in that first weekend when they're out, so many people want to try them and they're still pretty rare. They do stay pretty inflated. And then as we've seen with both teams, they drop off pretty considerably headed out of the weekend. I mean, first day that Fatih card was selling at four mil. He's now 2.8. Um, you know, like especially that Reese James CDM card was kind of all over the place. And the Reese James right back card, I think that one just has... It's kind of a lot of people are making this comparison. And I think it's an accurate one to center back Kyle Walker in terms of just the hype that it has mm-hmm. and how good he is in game. And I think it's just that combination of the the pace, the defensive statistics, and uh, honestly, probably his body type too in game. But I, th- yeah. I think for a lot of these future stars, I don't anticipate a ton of them rising crazy amounts like Reese James. Reese James, I think, would be the only one that right back card that would rise that much out of packs maybe from set two that Anthony card looks kind of good I feel like I would need to see some more significant drops later into the week this week before I would start to wonder about these cards or some of them kind of rising out of packs um it's funny it's funny you mentioned Tap Solo mm. because uh his card is really rare and he, he also looks like oh, an really? absolute tank yeah. and I think that even though he doesn't have the best mm. links he links to that objective Synchraven Leverkusen, you know, you've got Neuer, you've got Boateng that people have in their squads. So I think that one might be kind of similar to to Steven Bergwijn, who was in Team 1. His card was also very rare and had a really nice upgrade with the weak foot upgrade from a two-star to a four. And I feel like the Tap Soba might be kind mm. of similar to Bergwijn in the fact that they're going to fluctuate a lot on the market. But, you know, for most of the team, mm. yeah, some of these guys do seem cheap. Like Bastoni is one of the only center backs in the Serie A at 200k you know with those kind of stats and the links that he provides does it seem a little cheap yeah even ruben diaz seems a little bit cheap too comparing him to like laporte or to like a center back joe gomez Mm. you know some of those cards but i don't think they'll go too crazy uh in the next couple of weeks especially if we have like icon swaps coming out and icon moments some of the top tier cards in the game might take a little bit of a hit uh we can talk about icons if you want to as well but um, mm. yeah, future stars wise, I mean, yeah, yeah, they are really cool. But you know, EA is putting out another promo every single week, and that's going to divert some of the attention from those cards. And as we've kind of seen in years past, they just kind of maintain their price or kind of slowly drop out of packs for the most mm. part. And that's exactly what we saw with Team of the Year, right? I would say. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I sniped at Alfonso Davies for one point four million when the full team came into yeah. packs on the Thursday, right? And Almost within, what, three hours, he was 1.6 to 7. And then, you know, this is on Xbox. And then by the weekend, it was like 1.7 and 8. And it was fascinating to see how much they rose. And they really did, some of them, increase a fair bit. And then over time, right, they've just dropped off because Foot Future Stars is just the hyped thing. So people are wanting to try those cards, which makes perfect sense. And I guess uh, that's what we'll see again with, with these players too. 
that's how I envision it happening. Because also like this, the Future Stars teams were really cool. Like there was a lot of good players in there, but I think there's some that may be missing. And some of the stat upgrades are like, could have been a little bit more like for Ruben Diaz giving him 80 pace or the Anthony center attacking mid instead mm. of boosting that weak foot from a two to a three, boosting it from a two to a four might give his card a little bit extra value. Um, so just kind of like team of the year. There was a few cards in there, more so during team of the year, but a little bit during future stars where it's like maybe a tiny bit left to be desired where could have been a little bit more juice, I guess, on the yeah, card. Yeah. One quick point. Anthony has, I think, five-star skills on head-to-head. Yeah, I and heard about that. Yeah, in the past, they have transferred those skill move boosts into foot, right? But yeah. that's kind of an interesting one to him because it could make quite a big difference to the value of the card. And obviously, these players have boosted skill moves and weak foot already. Well, some of them do, but none of them have, interestingly, five-star skills. So do you think they would be applying that boost to the special item or would they just do it to the base card? I mean, I know we can't answer that, but it's kind of interesting. Well, I think last year what they did with Winter Refresh as well was they included some of those weak foot and skill move upgrades. And I think I remember uh, like special versions of Firmino because he got the five-star skills, I believe it was, last Mm. year. And um, so I think they'll apply it. I think they should if I hope they will at least, but I think they mm. will. And I, I do remember them doing that in years past. And yeah, that's that's something to think about too, because like even the Ronaldo flashback card has the five-star skills and a three-star weak foot. So that's a combination I mm. think people are willing to live with. Obviously, it's not a four-star yeah. weak foot, but if you have five-star skills, that is just, it has so much weight mm. this year, so... Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. The other point to make was we've just said, oh, well, you know, what will happen is they'll drop and um, reduce in price over time. And, you know, sometimes I say that and I think, well, like I'm saying this and it's going to make people think, well, I shouldn't buy them, you know? Yeah, yeah. And obviously we want people to enjoy players and have fun, right? Yeah. So uh, in terms of purchasing players that are promo items, as we go forward, I think it'd be good to think about when is a good time generally to pick up a player yeah. and... We know players are going to dip a bit when their impacts because there's supply and some players will continue to drop as other players come into the game and people want to buy them. Correct. Um, But is there a particular time which you think people are relatively okay to be buying promo players? Would it be maybe the end of the next weekend league after they're out? Maybe that might be a time. Yeah, either a time like that or kind of like you mentioned uh, with the Alfonso Davies on that Thursday. And I know there's not lightning rounds and stuff like Thursday of team of the year, full team being in packs. But this last week when the first team was in packs, um, especially some of the lower um, rated items that get packed more often for this team, an example would be New Haas, Bastoni, even say like Linus or the Estupi Nan. Uh, like those guys are mm. getting kind of cheap, but they're probably going to even get cheaper um, during rewards. So maybe even uh, like a Thursday around rewards, or if you if you think that icon swaps will really impact the market or the icon moments and everything that comes out this weekend with the winter upgrades potential and winter refresh, um, there could just be a lot going on there too, which would maybe draw some eyes away from these cards mm. on the weekend league sell-off. That is a very good point. I wanted to move us on to icon swaps, winter refresh, etc. But before we do that, thoughts on the SBCs are out at the moment and fodder, I guess, too. It's been really interesting because we've had a lot of good... I would say good in quotes. It's been pretty solid, I would say. The content, like SBC related, Curtis Jones was like a good SBC. And of course, some of the stuff is a little overpriced, it's seeming, I guess, right now. I don't think Curtis Jones was necessarily that overpriced because if you take a look at like 
SBC fodder and the cards that you're using in SBCs, it is really, really high. And the fact that that Curtis Jones mm. card with Hullet Gang stats, all 80s, be coming in at like 400,000 coins, honestly, if you're going to use that card for a couple months, even towards team of the season, like that's that I would consider that to be pretty good value for the links it provides and just the card mm. that it is. Yeah. And also, I would say that it is out for a while, isn't it? I think there's yeah, maybe two weeks, 10 maybe. days or so left. Yeah. So maybe it could get cheaper as time goes on, although with party bags, etc., that might stop that slide. But certainly, I don't know, what are your thoughts on the market overall? It does feel like things are dropping off and maybe they were inflated before. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting one. All of the SBCs and especially like those, the player picks that came out, that really took a lot of coins off of the market post team of the year when you had saved up packs opened. We saw a lot of prices really skyrocket after team of the year. And I think now you're just kind of seeing that that bubble kind of burst because people have been doing, you know, the the Todibo, Curtis Jones, you know, you've had a lot of other SBCs coming out of team of the year and during future stars that have been mm. decent value as well. You know, like the Bruno Guillermes, the, the player pick, you've had Pedro Goncalves, I forget some of the other ones, but you've had some decent SBCs, right? And a double 85 SBCs have come out a couple times and a couple icon upgrades are always, you know, in the SBC section as well. So that's really, in my mind, taken a lot mm. of the buying power out of the market and made this market a bit, just not as inflated, kind of a correction, if you will. And that's the main reason why I see a lot of this stuff dropping. Uh, and it, ha it has dropped in the past weekend, basically, so... And then it will be interesting to see what happens going forward because we're not going to, I think, follow this uh, promo for Future Stars with a traditional promo, I suppose. Winter refresh paired with icon moments is what I think we're likely to get. Do you want to explain a bit about winter refresh for those who might not be aware of what actually is involved there? Because it will sound a bit underwhelming, I think. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's kind of weird because I feel like Winter Refresh is kind of like a hodgepodge promo in a sense, like we mentioned a little yeah. bit before, where there's a lot of things thrown in where you have the icon moments where it's like, okay, you know, a lot of the foot community doesn't have over a million coins in their clubs able to like participate with these new cards that are coming on the market and they're coming on the market very expensive day one. So what does EA do for the rest of the game that can't do that? Well, they, you know, they do the winter upgrades, they upgrade cards and special cards. The past two years have been different in terms of how they've, the criteria they've gone by on what cards are going to upgrade and which ones they're not. The skill move, the weak foot upgrades. Last year, we had a winter refresh team in packs, which almost just seemed like EA was <laughs> throwing random cards in packs, giving them boosts and saying, hey, here you go. <laughs> uh, here's some promo cards. Yeah, yeah. Slap exactly. them into one promo. And uh, there you have it, winter refresh. <laughs> <laughs> we should also talk about the impact of the Icon Swaps 2, which I kind of think would probably come Friday as well. It might not, but it seems likely. Uh, people thought for some reason it was going to happen last Friday, which I don't think it ever was because we had the right. Academy Future Stars players and they're also objectives, so I think it would have just been too much. So with that, we can speculate about what they might include, to be honest, in Icon Swaps 1. The players for the committed players that are probably listening to this pod aren't going to 
be that exciting but they did a good job of offering interesting pack options i think yeah i mean of course i'd say that because i got baby rio in mind but they you know (laughs) there are decent options out there for people which do offer good value people do the calculations and it it tends to be a, a good offering that they're putting out via packs and the guaranteed icon options but the players maybe aren't so exciting but it makes sense with the icon moments that are coming they could potentially include maybe a less desirable moments player they may bring back some sbcs for icons which could be interesting so there's quite a a few different things they could do around icon swaps too i'd say yeah i 100 agree i think one thing that we've become accustomed to a little bit and we were chatting a bit about this beforehand was maybe the anticlimactic or less desirable icon swap choices that we get in terms of actual players than what we kind of mm. want to see or that we are wish list per se uh, <laughs> is a lot different than what reality is uh, with icon swaps. At least it has been in the past. But, you know, some of the best icons that we had in this last set of swaps was like, uh, was it middle Henri? Was that like the top option? And I don't know mm. very many people that went for the actual players in a part of icon swaps. So hopefully this time it's mids, if there's any players that are in icon swaps, it's got to be like a good a good mid, you know, and then mostly primes and hopefully like one or two icon moments maybe. But there were actually a lot of packs in the last set of icon swaps. Now that I think about it, I, I did the uh, first 10 tokens and just took the 85 times 5, mm-hmm. the 83 times 25, and the two ultimate packs for team of the year. And it didn't pay out incredibly, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of people have maybe transitioned from going towards the guaranteed players that are a part of Icon Swaps, and now they like these packs mm. because you have the potential for something insane. And we all saw some of those base Icon player picks that were really crazy. And, you know, we could have new packs like this this time around with Icon Swaps too, with, you know, like a mid and a prime, maybe a guaranteed mm. prime. I threw out the idea of a mid prime and icon moments pack. I think that would have a lot of hype or maybe like a, a mid icon player pick or I mean, even a, a base or like a prime icon. that's like 90 plus or something like that. Kind of how they did the 89 plus for a mid icon, you know, packs like mm. that could be a part of this as well. One thing I'm also wondering is if they did like an 83 times 25, would they re-release that or could they also do something like uh, an 84 times 20? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think the great thing about going for the packs, which had players of a guaranteed rating, was that I could basically complete one of the guaranteed mid icon packs that were one-time completions for free, essentially, or with those rewards that I got, which were disappointing, but it didn't matter because I could do that SBC. So you can kind of double up in a way if you want to, if it works similar to how it did last time. So yeah, I think it's just that thing of like, if they put a really desirable player in for a low token count, it's something that I complained about a bit on Twitter, people doing predictions of, you know, potentially really uh, outstanding icons being included when actually EA really haven't gone down that route at all. And I think it's partly because they're quite limited in terms of the players they can put in because they're doing Icon SBCs too. Yep. And they don't want to double it up. They've said that already. Yeah. So I think it's unlikely that we get a really outstanding one because there would only be one probably in there because it would just mean you'd see them in every team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we also get some Icon SBCs for players, which are good offerings. I know some people have done the one so far and they haven't been awful, but they certainly haven't been the sort of must-dos that we've had in the past. And maybe, again, that's not a bad thing because it keeps things varied, I suppose. But yeah, that's true. It would be nice to have somewhere for people to 
grind and put their fodder that is going to be someone that will last in the team for a lengthy period I suppose yeah. but obviously it all depends on what team you have and there's often no right or wrong answer unless it's a centre back below 80 pace let me tell you that yeah <laughs> Let, let's um, wrap up with a, a quick mention of UCL which for supporters listening to this early you're not going to be quite at the point of uh, the UCL fixtures the Champions League fixtures and the Europa League but I suppose for people listening on the main feed they'll probably be happening around the time you're listening potentially what are your thoughts on that? One thing that I made the point of in the past couple of days is that as the market has kind of dropped in price as a whole, a lot of those road to the finals have, have stayed really high. And that's something that we mm. see, we saw last year as well when we got to the first knockout games. A lot of people invest in those cards for the upgrade, but honestly, you probably want to take the safe route and, and get them out if you have them before the games. That's the safe way to do it. Now, it's really fun to trade with them and really risky when the games are actually going on because sometimes you'll see cards get bought up like crazy when their team scores a goal and it looks like they're going to get an upgrade because there will be just for the Champions League cards with this first leg if that player's team wins that first leg there is an upgrade due for that player and it doesn't necessarily mean that card is no longer live of course because they'll have the second leg to play and then there's another upgrade for which cards will move on to the next round but if it's a draw or if they lose there's no upgrade but also yeah there's just there's just a lot going on with those road to the finals because <laughs> if a team loses like you remember Manchester United and PSG a couple years ago mm. the comeback in the second leg is very possible and you so you'll see a lot of fluctuations where a card if a team loses well you know they lose 1-0 right but it's only a one goal they have to make up so there's still a high potential they could come back. And if you see a lot of selling, then you could possibly pick that up if you believe that card is going to get upgraded with the team performing better in the second leg. Um, or even mm -hmm. live during the game, if a team gets scored on and they're the favorite, you might see that card price drop. And then, like, let's say PSG and Barcelona are playing on Tuesday. And let's say PSG scores. So their cards kind of go up and Griezmann drops. But then you're like, oh, well, Barcelona are looking really good. And, you know... You might see Barcelona score twice for them to go ahead, and then Griezmann cards, Griezmann cards rebounds like crazy. So there's just a ton of potential there for for flips. And overall, mm. though, a lot of the cards actually kind of drop after this this two week or three week period. They kind of drop off because they get the upgrade, and some of the upgrades are plus ones. Most of them are. Some of them are plus twos. So you kind of have to watch out for those. A card might be undervalued after a plus two upgrade. But a lot of them tend to kind of drop off or fizzle out from the hype that actually happens around the Champions League games or before. So uh, I think that's a really good summary. And yeah, that makes sense. There are certain times which kind of work to buy the players after games if they've lost or won. A lot of people will dive in seeing the crash, but they can often be better to buy a little while after that. I think people um, seem to think or I've seen yeah, people no, mention. 100%. And one thing to mention too is that last year, I think after it was the first, the second leg, of the knockout or the first round of 16 that's when like covid hit and uh a lot of those cards really dropped off in price because they suspended the competition so if you guys are doing research and looking at the mm. graphs last year i know it's it's easy to remember and to know what happened but yeah. i don't think i would really expect that same thing this year so mm, and actually that is well worth mentioning because if people are looking at price graphs for these items they really need to be aware that they might look quite different last year yeah uh, maybe best to go back to fifa 19 now i suppose um but nate huge huge thanks for coming on it's been great to have you anytime i love doing this love talking about it and it's uh fun being on the foot weekly pod 
Uh, that that means a lot. And you can catch Nate, of course, on Twitch what, every evening now, pretty much from 6 yeah. p.m. UK. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, you can also catch his YouTube videos, very informative market content over there. Um, is it all Nate Foot Accountant? Well, all Foot yes. Accountant, I suppose. Yeah, Nate the Foot Accountant, the Foot Accountant, or just I think Twitter is the only one that made my handle smaller. So Foot underscore Accountant there. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much for joining us, Nate. It's been really great to have you. And I should say, actually, because I always forget to plug, you can follow the pod at Foot Weekly Pod. We're actually pretty close to 10,000 followers, which would be amazing. And you can follow me at Foot Weekly Ben. The main thing, though, is if you're a supporter, do check out that gameplay podcast with Steve Japes and Marcus Gomes, who's Oceana champion and has plenty of tips on, well, it's actually the 5-3-2, but he's playing it in a way which is maybe a little bit different, and we talk about countering it and much more. On that gameplay pod, available to supporters along with double the amount of Foot Weekly podcast content from just £3 a month over at bit.ly slash more pods. That's bit.ly slash more pods. Thanks to all those supporters out there keeping the podcast going, including, of course, those icon patrons. Dave B., DJ FIFA player, Coach Vass, Hugh J, Thomas, Alan G, Hunter B, Alistair, Martin M, Jordan, Matt L, Reese A, David S, Liam B, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, Robbie S, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Nishant, Ruben D, Dougie, Stephen C, Anthony R, also ran, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. It was a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.